Weird Norfolk is a magical collection of the unusual and inexplicable in the county. From folklore to ghosts, witchcraft to natural wonders, magic to enchanted places, we tell the kind of stories you share on dark nights around a campfire. I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. And I'm Shifa Connor and I curate Weird Norfolk. Welcome to Weird Norfolk and on today's episode we're going to be having a chat about wood woes. Wood woeses? Wood woes. Wood woe. Wood woes. <laughs> what is the plural of wood woes? Wood woeses. Wood woeses sounds right doesn't it? Yeah. So to be fair these furry guys are pretty new to me. Um, I think I only came across them probably in like the last 18 months or so. Really? Yeah I'd never come across them before. Um, well, into- but you'd come across Bigfoot and you'd come across green men before. Yeah, but never, never wood woes. Um, mm-hmm. And I was actually, I was very excited to see that there was a, a Mr. Wood woes in the new adaption of Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> and because they were quite new to me, I was like, oh my God, I know what a wood woes is. What is a wood woes? Well, they're, they're not specific to Norfolk, which is interesting. Um but we do seem to have a lot of them here. And a wood woes is... Oh, can you hear my phone ringing? I can. Oh, it's that's awesome. really annoying. How important you are. I thought I'd turn my phone off. That's really embarrassing. Maybe it's a wood woes. Well, it's actually like ringing on my laptop. Is it your wood woes warning? <laughs> it is my wood woes warning that there's... Yeah, a... that you've mentioned one and now, now there's been a chain reaction <laughs> and they're calling to say, actually... We are pretty much just in Norfolk and Suffolk. Yeah. Um, so they're basically like a Bigfoot. They're a, mm. a man or woman. I feel a like manimal. I'm in a manimal. <laughs> um, yes. So man or woman, but man mainly or, man. But mainly men. Completely covered in fur. Mm. With a man's face. Mm. It's not an animal face, is it? No, they they do look like they're wearing kind of a onesie, don't they? Mm, a Bigfoot really onesie. A Bigfoot onesie. <laughs> um, but they are super hairy, aren't they? Yeah. Sometimes I have seen them in artwork where they are very partially clothed, by which I mean like a vine or okay. animal fur, um, something like that. I mean, mm. normally they are as, as, as uh, their maker made them. Just super hairy mm. and a bit big footy, but with a man's face. Yeah, and they're usually depicted carrying a club of some description. I think they're always depicted carrying a club, aren't they? Unless they're a lady, in which case they don't. Actually, yeah, to be fair, all of the, I think even the women, all of the ones I've seen have been, I just said usually, just because you know there'll be someone out there who goes, well, I think I you're don't fine. I think the one at Ingham is carrying a club, the lady. I don't think okay. she's. I think okay. she's clubless. Okay. She's probably um, got some knitting or maybe. something, but she hasn't got a, a club. So they they actually originated in Germany and the Slavic region. Mm. Can you name any Slavic region countries, Stacia? Um, Yugoslavia? No. Serbia? Yes. 
I have a list. There are 13 of them. And Serbia is on the list. Estonia. I'm sorry, Tilly's chewing in the background, obviously. She hasn't chewed all day. We should say that we're still on Zoom, just in case you wondered at our utter lack of professionalism. I couldn't <laughs> This is bad today. Gina's phone's gone off. We have animals, manimals, people in onesies. It's all go here today. My but apologies. This is the reality of lockdown. We can't be yeah. together, so we have to... Well, we, we could to be together, but it's together. really cold outside today and we'd have to record outside and I don't want to do that. It's really cold outside. Yeah. We need yeah. to be at Woodwose today in order to make it through. Yeah. So they are, yes, as you said, they are from the Slavic region. It sounds mm. like slathering your regions, which <laughs> I don't like. But anyway, carry on. Um, and it's it's probably quite likely that they... Kind of arrived in in Norfolk and Suffolk because of trade with these areas. Mm. Um, although I don't, so they're often, in fact, ninety percent of the time they're depicted in churches in the region. I don't know if in those are in the like European areas, if they're depicted in churches there or whether it's just part of illustrations. I don't know if you know. I think it's mainly in in carvings. I think it is mainly churches. Mm. I mean here the prevalence of woodways is nearly all by the coast there's very few inland and by inland I mean way inland you know mm. you've got Ingham which is inland but it's close to the coast they're kind of there's a great deal of them in North Suffolk um there's a lot of them in kind of the Akerley region mm. of Norfolk um it's a it's a real prize when you see one isn't yeah it? it is I remember how excited I was we went out to Acle didn't we for yeah. a little a little jolly when we could mm. do that that was lovely well, that was it was such a nice day, day. yeah it was. and uh the when I saw the woodwows on the font there oh it was just mm. wonderful and actually the ones at Acle are really interesting because you can still see the paint on them and that's yeah. something you very very rarely see mm. and it was really interesting that actually the paint, the colour of the woodwose's fur was green. Yeah. Which, like, they're so often depicted as as brown. And, and I think it's like we just logically think because we associate them with animals, oh, it's a brown fur, but they, mm. they seem to be green, mm. which is really yeah, interesting. I think, that is, I think that is a bit unusual. I think normally, certainly in paintings, they're depicted as almost ginger, really, mm. quite gingery. Um, but there is this link to the green man, which personally I don't really. I, I'm not. I'm not convinced about that. I, I've listened to lots of podcasts and read lots about how the green man and the woodwows are one and the same. I don't think that's the case. I think they're very distinct. I think. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. It's flora, isn't it? And 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 not fauna. It's they're totally different, aren't they? I mean, for a start, you never think of the green man carrying a club, do you? No. No, not at all. And and I think um, it, they have a different, the, the green man, I believe, has quite, um, is obviously very pagan and has kind of a background in nature and, and that so sort of thing. Far more with, spiritual. Whereas yeah, a much more spiritual It's a little bit thing. more thud and glory, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I, again, I can't imagine art showing the green man basically stealing women to take them back to his lair which no. you see a bit of uh, when it comes to the woodways the woodways is quite kind of neanderthal in fact that was yeah. one of the theories isn't it that woodways were actually the last neanderthal men that were still roaming the earth yeah when 
when you know we'd become far more genteel yeah and and like the green man is like often you know it's like the representation of like the nature spirit and the wood woes you don't get that kind of feeling from them at all and and the other thing I I thought why they're probably not the same thing you, you don't hear there aren't any kind of I couldn't find any apart from one like folk tales about the wood woes no you know it's it's all like oh there used to be uh, like a hermit here or a wild man that lived there which is kind of interpreted as a wood woes that the only kind of wild man that I found that fits the description was actually the wild man of Orford yeah you know uh, and he came from the sea he comes from the sea yeah but he was covered in fur he was, but I kind of, I, I don't see him in the same, I, I kind of always think of Woodways as being from the forest mm. and not being, not being sea bound, but I guess they, I guess he may not have been sea bound. Yeah. He may have just found himself in the sea. But yeah, I take your point. I think looks wise, when you look at pictures of the, the kind of depictions of the wild man of Orford, that's the most similar. So, do you have any thoughts on what the wild man or what the wood woes is or was? Because I know like there's a lot of kind of symbolism, I guess, associated with them and the club. And, you know, if, if the clubs are upright, it means that they're in an attacking sort of thing and they're going to, you know... The, maybe quite a negative association with them but if the clubs are down they're meant to be like protecting the area and I don't know it's, 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 if, if their club is up they they have yet to be converted to Christianity okay and if it's down the conversion has taken place mm. and so when you see them in church if the club is up then okay. they're there because they need to be converted so, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. You often see them also fighting wyverns, don't you? Yeah, it's 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 really strange because like some of the stories that are associated with them are like, oh, they're going to come and take your women. They're going to attack you. Yeah. They're wild. They're uncontrollable. They're of, you know, of the wild woods sort of thing. And then there's other ones where they're fighting dragons and what? What should mm. you say, wyverns? Yeah, which is the same thing. Which yeah. so so they're like almost like defending you. And, and protecting you against kind of evil spirits they're just really they're like an anomaly a folklore mm-hmm. anomaly that depending on what mood you're in <laughs> uh, yeah quite interesting though that they are so so based in east anglia that they mm. are that you don't see them in the uk in very many other no. places so, certainly we have the biggest number of them don't yeah I I we were going to record this episode last week but just before we went to record we we saw that the pagan moot were hosting a talk with Pete Jennings about Woodrose so I went along to it and actually that was one of my questions for him because I I couldn't find any kind of firm answers to to why they are so based you know also frequently found around here and he and Alice Crick, who is on Instagram at Little Linnet, if you want to follow her, she's really, really nice. They both kind of had some really interesting theories as to why they're so heavily based around here. 
um pete's one of pete's ones which i'd never even thought of was purely like fashion <laughs> and and so these were kind of brought over with the um textile trade and one of the local churches because you get like wool churches which are built although i don't actually know if there are any woodwows in wool churches but you know people were getting a lot of money from the the trade the textile trade and so one church would have a, a font carved with woodwows and then the next village along were like oh that's pretty cool i'll have we'll have that in our church and so it kind of spreads out to you know all you know all the churches in the area having these things because they were pretty cool and on trend i do prefer the idea that it is actually bigfoot though well yeah so i do you think do you actually think because i don't know if they are like an actual physical being i don't know i mean that they are seen that in some form in all of the continents they are everywhere mm. so our stories of bigfoot aren't they i don't think yeah. there's where there is not uh, a story of of bigfoot i know that when they have or if you look at old accounts of people who claim to have seen something that appears to be a woodways you're looking at seven foot tall walking on two feet appearing mm. like a man slightly gorilla like um features thick hair covers their whole body it does sound very similar to the same accounts of the Sasquatch, Sasquatch here, doesn't it? And, yeah. And yet also that Woodwoes is very, that name is very close to, you know, very close to Woodman, to, to living in the woods. Mm. It kind of, it does fit, doesn't it? So do you feel that they might be based on Bigfoot ancestors on mainland Europe? which were depicted yeah. and then so so not necessarily related to Bigfoot sightings in East Anglia. Yeah. I feel that it I feel they arise from a person, whether or not that's a paranormal person or whether that's a an actual person who lived in the woods mm. and carried a club and was, you know, wearing furs. I mean it's very difficult when you have these these stories about what people look like centuries ago, if you were drawing them and they were covered in, you know, furs, I just watched the terror on B on the BBC and you've got the, the Eskimo. Oh, I've heard about that. Full furs. And you can imagine that if you painted or drew mm. that, that um, years ago, then it might look as if that person themselves was actually furry. When, mm. They may have just been wearing furs. So, so they're like a kind of a a, a, a memory of yeah. Well, I mean, the person. first they're most prevalent from kind of the fifteenth century, but there mm. are woodways from the sixth century onwards. Or was it the eighth? The eighth century onwards. Mm. But this is long held, and if you if you assume that these are copied images, so these are an image that was made that has been copied over and over again and has become stylized mm. form, which quite clearly they have, then it seems to make sense to me that it could be based on something that was seen. Mm. It doesn't seem out of the ordinary to think that that could be a man mm. or a Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, 
if you believe in Bigfoot, then a Bigfoot. If you don't, then somebody who lived in the forest. And I suppose they may have become associated with the church and religion because if at some point they, they began to represent the the people that hadn't been converted yet yeah. and those people were kind of wild and feral yeah yeah and mm. and by having them in the church it's it's kind of bringing them in to convert them yeah I, I think it's telling that I think you've you've um kind of touched on it I think it's really interesting that there aren't folklore stories that that are surrounding them there are they they are they're a mythical creature without the myth yeah it's really strange isn't it yeah it is really strange and that makes me think more you know that there hasn't been folklore that that has been made up to to explain something and and that kind Mm. of almost makes me think well that is more likely that they were something Mm. that this story that's been well not even a story a kind of a memory isn't it it's like Mm -hmm. it's a photograph really isn't it but yeah it makes me kind of sad though that they're not based or inspired on like by something that is east anglian it's like something that we've adopted how much of our folklore is already from the vikings well yeah that's very true from you know it's a Mm. patchwork isn't it everything is a patchwork and i think to say that they're not inspired by something east anglian they are so east anglian now Mm. that people come to see them here but they're like adopted by us (laughs) yeah they are kind of they are east anglian now aren't they and i think you know, certainly if you if you are staying or if you are visiting anywhere near Southwold or Alborough or Warburswick or any of those places, I mean, it's like Woodwose Alley. Mm. You know, everywhere you go, they are there. And every one of them is different, slightly, yet the same. And they are absolutely fascinating. Once you spot them, you will keep spotting them. Yeah, I think as well... Although I'm saying, oh, they're not inspired by anything East Anglian, we do have, obviously, we have Bigfoot sightings and accounts of strange creatures. And I think it's interesting that we have this history with the Woodwows and also this history with Black Shook and Bigfoot. And, and although I'm not 100% sure that there is a Bigfoot in Thetford Forest, I think people have seen something in Thetford Forest. And so what's to say it isn't? Well, I don't know. You also wonder, they do look kind of frightening. And, you know, we've, we've touched on it so many times in so many different ways that there are these behavior monitors that, you know, again, the forest, deep in the forest is somewhere you would not want your children to go alone mm. and to have a creature that they would see weekly in the church um, with a club mm-hmm. looking scary and for when they ask to say well that's what that's the wild man that lives in the woods you mm. know you wonder again is that has it have they have they kind of maintained because because of that because they're frightening because mm. you you wouldn't go near them in the forest, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like a stylized Bigfoot, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas now we have these these kind of sightings that you hear about and, and 
whether or not you believe that Bigfoot exists or not, you can't not believe that there are sightings because there are sightings. And really, we've said it before, it doesn't matter whether they're real or not. It's whether you believe they're yeah. real or not. And I guess this was, you know, you can see how this would have been used in medieval times mm. to to warm people away yeah well one of the um I had a really interesting conversation with Alice actually and we were kind of talking about how we know quite little about the medieval language in how they interpreted things and and using like the a pictorial representation of something would obviously be a good way to communicate a warning but she was wondering and uh, you know it's, it's, it's an interesting idea if in the same way you have like St. Christopher who protects travellers and, and in a, you know, that like their spiritual well-being. maybe she was wondering if the wood woes were more of a physical protection, you know, cause they're over doorways on fonts. Do they offer some kind of symbolic protection for those people coming and going from the church, you know, being on the font, you know that's where you do blessings and stuff isn't it mm. so so if blessings and if, if if it's i don't know the font is quite an important part of the church and for woodwows to be on it it seems i don't know more of a protective in, thing in the other font that we spoke of earlier acol that i mean that font in particular is an absolute stunner of a of a font because in, mm. in woodwows you've got a really rare depiction of God. Mm, yeah. And so that's it. Why would you have something that is meant to be scary and to, that you want to be keeping away from? Why would and you have that on a font, it, which is... Unless it's the alternative. Although, I mean, I don't think you have the devil on font. I, no, I, it just doesn't feel no. like you would. And, and, you know, it's like you said, the one in, in Acor has a depiction of God, which is really rare. Why mm. would you have... I don't know, you would have, God is like a protective thing. Mm. And and so it is a wood woe. So God is like your spiritual protection. Is the mm. wood woes uh, yeah. a physical protect, protection, your physical ailments? I don't know. Yeah. I, I One of the things I like about wood woes is there are so many theories as to what they could be and, and so many in, interpretations is, and they are so incredibly other, aren't they? Yeah. They're just, they're just re- you know, a dragon, you can, the, the stories are in the Bible. Uh, most of the beasts you see in a church, you can you can link back to the Bible or a biblical mm. story or a psalm or, uh, you know, you can't with the woodways. It's, it's very much, you can see why they're linked to the green man because it, they, they do seem to be a, a cousin, don't they? Yeah not the green man but a kind of that along those lines that it's something from it's not something from plucked from the heavens it's a it's a it's kind of earth. Early, yeah exactly mm-hmm. I, I, I one of my favorite stories i'm sure you have this one about woodwows is the 1393 masquerade ball have you got that one? Oh, i i haven't written it down but i did read about it yeah I love that one so on the 20th which shows you how far back they go in history um this was in france uh so they'd obviously reached france as well so on the 28th of january 1393 a masquerade ball was held at the court at the court of charles the sixth of france to celebrate 
the marriage of one of the Queen's waiting women. King and several of his companions decided to dress up as woodwoses. Why not? and perform a wild dance to entertain <laughs> guests. They wore masks and linen costumes soaked in flax, which made them appear shaggy. At some point in the proceeding, Charles's brother arrived with a lit torch. Oh. <laughs> Disaster struck. The torch came in contact with the dancers' costumes and they caught fire. The king was only saved when his cousin threw her skirts over him to extinguish the flames. Another dancer survived by jumping into a vat of wine. All the others burnt to death. So there's a story, there's a kind of moral we can take from that, isn't there? Which is do not imp- impersonate a woodwose. Well, using flax. Near to... a naked flame. Yeah, near a naked flame. No. Just like you wouldn't wear your, one, your onesie near one, do not wear your woodwose costume. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, that's 1393. Mm. This is... Are, you know these go back a long way yeah yeah and are obviously you know kind of linked to uh, bizarrely to folklore that doesn't appear to exist yeah it is really strange isn't it they're like a it's folk really yeah folklore legend with no actual folklore yeah if anyone I think knows it... of any woodwose actual like woodwose tales of mm. in the same way and you get the dragon stories and Every other mm-hmm. folklore kind of creature, you get stories, but woodwose. There aren't any. No, I think. No. I mean, there are there are kind of snippets that are attributed to them. So, in various places, the belief is that the woodwose weren't friendly; that they would chase trespassers away. Where you can kind of see that as a bogeyman, can't you? Mm-hmm. Again. Um, yeah, they, they like to kid- and, and in, in illustrations, they are seen kidnapping women. Yeah, and children. Yeah, there's a particularly good illustration. In fact, someone's made it into a GIF of a <laughs> really. <laughs> That's a really specific, like really specific. I'll try and get it for you. So you can put it on um, Instagram. It's Niche a wood GIF trying to seduce a maiden, and and her preferring a tree. <laughs> Well, I did find that there's um their feet. It says their female counterpart, counterparts, far rarer to see in carvings, were said to be able to disguise themselves as humans in order to seduce men. So, it's only when you get them home and you <laughs> unzip the dress <laughs> to discover the furry truth, the hirsute truth of the matter. Yeah. So, if you do want to see a female woodways. Um, go to Ludham Church, which is a 15th century church. There's an eight-sided font there. Um, and you have angels, you've got the eagle, the ox, and then you have a male woodwose and a female woodwose. And she is quite obviously a lady. She's quite. She's very feminine, isn't she? She is very feminine. Yeah, really, really rare. Um, I think I may be wrong. I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm fairly sure she's the only one that's carved. Um, okay. Females otherwise are on glass or tapestries, but mm. not. That's not. I, that's the only one I've got written down where there's a female. Yeah. Um, I've also got that there's woodwose on the misery cord yeah. at Norwich C- Cathedral. I'm not sure what there's, a misery cord. They're cord. kind of like the seats, aren't they? They're, literally, there's everything there. Oh, I mean, like, everything. Oh, I do know what. Yeah. I mm. do. I just, why can't they just call them seats? Because 
and medieval, you know. And then there's the pulpit at Felmingham. Mm. That has one. Potterium. They're absolutely incredible. I mean, I'm looking, looking back here and the first time that wood woes or wild men of the wood were discussed and it was written about was in 425 BC. Whoa. Oh, yes, I've got that by Herodotus. 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 And then Pliny, who I studied doing classics when I was, and I still quite triggering the whole thing. Um, He discussed wild men who who kind of live on the fringes. Um, So this is... This is something that has been spoken of, but then mm. so has Bigfoot, hasn't it? These, yeah. These, these rumours persist, which is kind of why you give it some credence, don't you? Because mm. when something is discussed for that long, a bit like alien life, I know you won't want to think about that, but, you know, you can't, you can't kind of, you can't dismiss... No, I guess it's kind of... So it's interesting to think maybe, like, different cultures have kind of interpreted the same thing differently as well and and so in some cultures so if we think it's kind of like a an ancient ancestor of of humankind in in some cultures they've interpreted that memory as bigfoot and sasquatch and the abominable snowman and things like that and in other cultures it's kind of gone down the wood rose wild man kind of route mm-hmm. and I feel like there might be something in that for a much more clever person to discuss. Got it wrong about the Bible because it seems that there is uh, not woodways, but there is a story of a wild man. Oh, really? Bible, yeah. So in Daniel four, um, I can't say his name. Uh, that sounds like it should be a film. Daniel well, four came after Daniel three. Um, so <laughs> it's the the thought, the medieval thought was that you could become a bestial woodways. By which they mean wild man. It wasn't actually written as what wood was. If you went mad because due to God, I'm not quite sure what that means either. You would then grow a long beard and go and live in the wood with wild mm. beasts. I say because well, a lot of like hermits, mm. I guess, may have been in that sort of you know, had been spoken to by God and yeah, we've all been there, haven't we? But um, yeah, so. And and this too says that this is a kind of medieval, or it, they and and then it was used as a, as a as a warning mm-hmm. as to why you should not go too far into the woods mm-hmm. because that's where the people driven mad by God lived, covered only by their massive beard. It's can't interesting. Say. Can't say it, much more than that. <laughs> they, they are abs- they are fascinating, aren't they? And yeah. And, go and look them up yeah tag us in your photos if you do yeah it's there's um who's the author simon isn't it what's his name the 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 bloke who's an absolute woodwows kind of expert is i'll find his name so pete jennings who who did the talk at the moot he's got a book as well matt salisbury that's it yeah yeah he has an amazing uh blog and in it, he has almost like a tour. In fact, he sets off from a station and bikes round to see all these woodways. And that, to me, is a pretty fine day out, mm. you know. 
take a take a baguette. Um, <laughs> baguette. Yeah, like a club, your own club, a club <laughs> sandwich. And then, I'd rather have a club sandwich. <laughs> go and see some woodworks. Eat it off a shield. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this series of Unfinished with me, Charles Thompson. Welcome to Weird Norfolk. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pinkin.com Norwich City Podcast. Of course, it is the Kings of Anglia podcast. From true crime to football, politics to folklore, for more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com forward slash channel forward slash Archant.